Yep. Yeah. Yes. Pimp, pimp my moonshine shed. <laughs> pimp my shine. <laughs> I can think about it. We could probably come up with a dozen shows for the Briscoes. Just here seeing oh. each other. It's it's amazing. Alright. Guys, unsealed alien files. With the Briscoes. That's <laughs> uh, like a delirious thing. I'm waiting until how many of you see that we're live right now. How oh, hey, everybody. hey everybody, um just keep looking at that, Mike. Yeah. Uh, hey, Paranormal <laughs> Survivor! Paranormal Survivor! All the ghosts are naked on beach. No doubt. Boom. Hey, everybody, and welcome to another exciting edition of Garza. La lucha de la mitad de la semana! That's right. Wait, I'm wait, your, uh... wait. Yeah, hold, you, you hold, hold the fucking time. phone! Wait, let, let, me, let me hit the SAP button and try that again. I'm gone two weeks. You've already outsourced my job to California? Yes, it's in California. Mike, Mike, I don't I don't, don't know! Texas! <laughs> I got confused. Yeah, outsourced Everything west worse. of New York is either California or Texas. Mike, yes! Mike, I, Mike, I don't mean to offend, but we did replace you with a much sexier intro. I mean, Tony, say that one more time, please. <clears throat> la lucha de la mitad de la semana. It's like I'm watching, like, like... I, I, it's like I'm a kid again, and I'm watching Telemundo to watch. I like, feel like I'm watching some trashy right. telenovela. That yeah. Says it. All right. Well, awesome. All right. Uh, it's pretty sexy. Super duper. Uh, uh, um, uh, oh, hey, um, guys, guys. What? Hold on, hold on, hold on. I'm sorry. I have to process this first. You, you I'm not going to argue. I'm not going to argue that Garza's voice is sexier. I'm not. I'm not going to argue that. I'm not going to. That's it. a fact. Make yourself feel better. Just yes. Do it. Yeah. Because it may be the last time. I'll set you up. Yeah, yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> Welcome everybody to Let Me Week. That's right. This how the blog starts. Oh, I feel bad now. An American mainstream host, and uh, joining me is uh, well, let's see who's here. Mad Mike is here from Poughkeepsie, New York. Yeah, close enough. <laughs> um, Garza's here. What's up, Garza? What's up, man? From Texas, not California. <laughs> and, uh, it's all California over there, except for Eamon. It actually and, uh, somewhere between Corpus Christi and Austin, Texas is Eamon. We're closer to Corpus Christi. Uh, yeah. Uh, hi, guys. Uh, I feel like... The, and it's... Honestly, we need to do both intros for now on, because Tonio's is like a real, like, sensual, like, well, get you in the mood thing, and then Mike does his, and it's like somebody grabbed you from behind and gave you a reach around. Well, we... <laughs> wow! <laughs> So Amos my voice that. is like a reach-around. It's aggressive. My voice is a reach-around. Do you know what? I'm putting that on my resume. Thank you, Eamon. Eamon's I'm... got that... Uh, I'm just saying, it's an aggressive little, voice. Eamon's a little loopy because he's got that, you know, three days to the big show in Austin feel for him right oh now. Oh, my God. Inspired for wrestling, folks. He's Go super excited stuff. for Elimination Chamber. You guys. Super excited to not be at Elimination Chamber on Sunday. <laughs> <laughs> and, um, well, let's get down to business, boys, because next week everything's going to change here on the midweek. So uh, uh, Next is, next this, week the mood is going to change. The mood is going to change. So, I mean, this midweek war is going to be a little bit emotional. So uh, let's just try to, you know, hold hands, get through this together, and uh, let's start it off on the right foot, and let's talk about Lucha Underground. And I believe Garza and Eamon are going to be tag-teaming this. So, boys, give me yeah. your Uno Palabra. For Lucha Underground this week. Uh, okay. I'll go first. Oh, oh okay. Oh, you go ahead, Tony. 
I still gotta think of mine. <laughs> okay, uh, my my one word is the word that, according to Vampiro, is now a drinking game. Brother. Brother. No. <laughs> not only it's that. So not only that. He wanted to try and get people like alcohol poisoning. Brother. 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 Uh, it's it's a cop out because I guess you can really say this about every Lucha Underground episode, but fantastic. No doubt. How how is neither of your episode. words murder? Or well, because we want to we 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 want to we fucking murder. We don't want to jump to murder immediately. We're gonna <laughs> but um. Well, Amy, uh, what's your what's your what's your bueno? Well, we well I guess we can talk about this. I, we're going to switch up the, the format of these shows a bit and not necessarily do a, a good, bad, and change. We're just going to talk about these shows because I, I feel like it, you know, we're much much more freer and, and just get to talk about whatever we want. Don't let, you know, we won't limit ourselves to, to these certain things, especially with episodes like Lucha Underground. Well, we, are, should, we, should exchange, we should explain why it's going to change next week. Because um, things are changing. <laughs> we got well, things two are more shows things have not changed yet. I know. We got two more shows to cover next week. Oh, boy. Destination America. The Wednesday Night Wars are happy gun. We should have Come trademarked on, this. Bueno, go. I'm doing bueno? Okay. Okay, Matt, 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 those the show. Matt makes the rules. My bueno for this week uh, would have to be the main event, uh, which was the death match between um, Neil Muertes and Phoenix. Uh, Neil Muertes is. By far my favorite wrestler right now. Um, I, I think he was absolutely amazing here. Um, I to give people a bit of background, I actually watched this episode today at work on my breaks, um, and Mil Muertes coming back. You know, it, it's an exciting moment, and then the minute Phoenix dives out on him, and Mill doesn't budge an inch. <laughs> And Phoenix, with the mask, which is, is really it's a really cool thing, that he is able to emote the oh shit look before he gets grabbed by Mill. It's the greatest thing. Um, I and I, I know people are immediately going to say, oh, but you weren't born in that time, which I probably was, but I just wasn't watching wrestling. Mill um, Warrington is so much better than old school Undertaker, right? Like, like can yeah. we establish that? <laughs> Yeah. Uh, I don't, <laughs> on, a, on a personal note, yes. Well, that's a very oh. interesting take there, Raymond. Um, like, like put, I don't know if I'd go that far. Put nostalgia, put everything that Undertaker has done aside. Yeah, Mill hasn't done the, the things that Undertaker's done. But as a supernatural, you know, character, and, and a similar sort of character, Mill's got him beat. Like, like seriously. I don't. I, I'd say they're about I, even. I gotta process that for a little. I'd say they're about even at this point. I, I will say that Mill is way more athletic, like is able to show that he's more athletic. Taker was very, um, very much like Jason Voorhees, very stocky and brooding. That's true. Whereas Mill Muertes is like a zombie from Twenty Eight Days Later. Like he legit picked up Phoenix and ran up the fucking stairs. Like, that was crazy. That was yeah. insane. That was absolutely insane. 
He he climbed those steps carrying a person faster than most guys climb ladders. I so. I just love because I, I immediately thought about this like when he does the um, Phoenix does a dive off of the um, the barricade thing on him, and he's down but his eyes are open and he has the contacts in and and you know no those are his eyes I'm sorry I'm not gonna break kayfabe, but it is so much cooler to me than the Undertaker like sit-up thing. And I am not trying to knock old wrestling, but I just love Mil Muertes, and I think he's amazing. Um, and it literally took me all of my willpower not to like jump out of my seat on my break at work when Mil slams Phoenix through the top of the uh, temple. Yeah, I... I, I that was extra thing. crazy. I that love how the referee was selling like the urgency to open the door. And I don't know how they fake that. I don't know how they they rig that at all. Like I it is insane. Um Well, I mean, I'm sure there was a crash pad there and they just pulled it away cuz there was a door even, on the inside of there. But even with like the I was going to say even with it would have to be really quick even with the crash pad. That's a big fucking fall. Like <laughs> The nice thing about Lucha is that you don't really have to concern yourself with how they do things like you do in that's true. more traditional wrestling. Well, that, I mean, you that's like, like you're old just kind of like going like, of course, it's ridic- it's absurd, it's ridiculous. I'm I'm going, I'm with you. That that it's like the old it's like Eamon said, like the old school Undertaker. Like when Taker showed up after the casket match with Yokozuna, and he was like floating up above the Titantron. I don't know how I didn't know how the fuck they did that back then. I'm yeah. like, oh, okay, he he's clearly just teleported and is rising to heaven. Clearly, that's what's happening. But no, yeah, it was. It, it, it was um, this whole episode, match wise, or all the three matches on the show, you should definitely seek out. But this one was just. I don't know if it was. It it, it wasn't to the level of grave consequences, but it didn't really need to be. Like it wasn't. You know, it was just you know reintroducing Mil Muertes and making him. You know, tr- portraying that he is more powerful than ever. Yep. Definitely. I, I, okay, so we've established Damon is in love. Uh, <laughs> Antonio, do you have a bueno of your own? Uh, yes, uh, I do have a bueno, and it goes to the other match, the important match, uh, Prince Puma versus Hernandez. Uh, mm-hmm. There were several good things, uh, particularly I love Prince Puma mocking Hernandez's like mannerisms. I love it so much. That that. Jump to the barricade and crazy jump down with no hands. That was amazing. Yeah. Uh, I didn't like Puma cheating, but I'm okay. But the thing I, I loved the most about this match was Conan. Mm. He he's such a good manager. Like you can you can hear the the comments he's telling Puma, and he's like just a uh, he doesn't have a like he doesn't have cardio. Yeah, he doesn't have cardio. Yeah. That was a word. I, like, I I thought that was really good, but yeah. like sometimes Conan is not as good. Like two minutes into a match, he's like, "All right, finish it." I'm like, yeah. "No, we're two minutes into the match." <laughs> <laughs> but why are you playing? Not even them? not even Ryback works that fast. I would have gotten this done already in 1993. Goddamn it! <laughs> <laughs> I would have hit the Sunrise three fucking times at this point. He's been watching Baron Corbin matches, guys. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> he, he knows it's possible. That's fair. That's fair. But yeah, like, Conan, I mean, his comments just make him such a good manager. It's not your typical just clapping and come on or... No, I mean, he had, like, Let's good... Let's go, Nicky! 
Yeah, he had good suggestions for Puma. Like he, he's actually evaluating the the match and working as it is. So my props to Conan this week. He's got an unfair advantage. He has this wealth of experience. He's seen the business from every single perspective. So yeah. he knows exactly what a manager can do and what they can add, and he's he knows what to do. Okay, uh, I know this is a little tough, but uh, how about a Mallow? Do you got anything? A Mallow. Add Mallow. Sorry. Did I say Mallow? Mallow. Uh, coming up. Tony, if you don't have yours, I have mine. You gotta go for you. I definitely have mine. This is a great episode of Lucha Underground, but I do have mine. And it is in the Prince Puma Hernandez match, which I loved, and I thought it was really good. And it is one of Hernandez's best matches matches in Lucha Underground. However, <laughs> we critique Hernandez all the time about his no-selling, and it's usually just him not taking his opponent seriously or whatever. That's cool. Um, Hernandez, in my opinion, no-selling a chair shot to the outside. <laughs> That chair shot was vicious, and mm-hmm. he kind of stumbles a bit for Puma to dive out on him again, and then after that he's fine, and he's just kind of like not selling it anywhere further into the match, and that really pissed me off. It's like that should have been the turning point, and that should have been where Hernandez, like he was, he was, his condition and the way he was like sort of like selling the 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 match. He wasn't selling how long the match was going. He wasn't selling how Puma was putting him through the ringer, he was very much, like, he was the same way he was in the beginning. And then, and I feel like that chair shot should have changed it, and it didn't. Uh, but other than that, I thought it was a great match. But, yeah. That's actually going to be my Malo, too. Uh, but just the fact that Prince Puma shouldn't be cheating with a chair on Hernandez. He's her baby face, so he should be, like, super baby face. That's mm-hmm. my mom. But yeah. Okay. Matt? Matt? Did so, Matt so breathe? What's yeah, your change? <laughs> I can't tell if he's stalled or not. I uh, think he's stalled. Uh, so what's your guys' combio for uh, Lucha Underground? Uh, going back, to, I, I don't mind this as much. Uh, it, it was, sorry. No, that's fine. Uh, going back to um, the, uh, the idea of chairs... Uh, this wouldn't be a change. It just really caught me off guard, especially in the main event. A lot of, lot of unprotected chair shots to the head. Mm-hmm. To the point where it really kind of shocked me. I guess it's fitting in that kind of a match. I think once in a while you can have something like that. Like, it... Because it, it's, like, it's not like getting color. No. But yeah. once in a while, if, if the story calls for it, like I don't, I don't think it's a bad idea. It's when it gets excessive. Yeah, and this is the case when the story called for it. Um, so I don't want to knock it too much. And and, and it got the react. I think it got the reaction it should get, which was me going, oh my god, like Mill was murdering Phoenix. Mm-hmm. Like you know, and and in that case it works. I'm I'm interested to see if there's an uproar from people online about this. I don't think there will be. Which I think is interesting, but um, yeah, uh, and, and I'm not saying there should be or, or shouldn't be, but uh, that was just the thing I noticed, and I was like, oh wow, like the, he's really like wailing on him with those chairs, and Phoenix is just taking it. <laughs> but yeah, can you guys hear me now? Yes. Okay, sorry about that. I thought it was no, your bro. connection. I guess it's fine. All right, um, so I'm guessing uh, Eamon and Garza, you both would recommend this episode of Lucha. Oh, Garza, not even your enemies. 
We got to get Combio. Oh, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, guys. Go ahead. Uh, my Combio is really quick. Uh, don't call it deathmatch if it's not going to be the idea that people already have of what a deathmatch is. Like, <laughs> I, I know Lucha Underground has been changing the names of matches to make them sound, like, cool. But deathmatch is a type of match that's already, like, it's a type that everyone knows in wrestling. So I think everyone was expecting, like, a lot more hardcore stuff. Like beds of nails and then panes of glass and stuff. And like, I wouldn't go that far, but at least I, would, I, was, I was expecting something as bloody and hardcore as Great Consequences, and it wasn't. Yeah, that's true. So, well, uh, Great Consequences is when they're more evenly matched. This was literally just to show that Mill is stronger now, that he has risen. No, yeah, 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 but I mean, there was no blood. I mean, it didn't really get hardcore. And well, I at think, least... Uh, or go ahead, yeah. No, just uh, I, I wouldn't say just don't call it a death match because people have expectations when you call it a death match. I I, I was just gonna say uh, there was no blood in that match. There was some blood on the show. I was gonna say um, you guys have not talked about. There was a straight up murder on the show. Uh, straight up kayfabe murder on the show. I have to make it a point normally when uh, Lucha Underground is happening to kind of stay off Twitter, but I caught a tweet. I don't know if it was from Mayhem Show or maybe in somewhere else. Which just I saw the phrase, uh, like, face ripped off, and I was like, oh, maybe that's about the Mil Muertes Phoenix match because Mil whipped <laughs> ripped his mask off the last time and maybe it has something to do with that. No, guy got his face literally ripped off. Bale was literally... Killed off. Yeah, like, uh, unless he comes back with, like, I'm talking Sabu scars everywhere and, like, <laughs> a mask over his face where, like, he's Kane and he's literally scarred for life, like, the man was literally kayfabe killed by a, by a giant monster in a cage who still potentially could be Samoa Joe. I don't know. Maybe. <laughs> I swear to God, if Samoa Joe is Matanza, and he's also on ROH, and he's also in NXT, and they show highlights of him in TNA, that's just fucking ridiculous. Anyway. I, we just Michael, show I have, to, I have just to ask you to not refer to him as Matanza. You must refer to him as Dario's brother. You don't love me. Okay. He ain't heavy. He's my brother. I, I I I want an episode of NXT to happen where we just cut to the back and Smoke just like licking his lips and like and like there's a little blood on it, but you don't it may not it may have just been uh, red frosting or whatever. Um, but no, well, uh, Mike, do you you do realize that if Samoa Joe turns out to be Matanza, I mean we're going back to that uh that TNA area of Joe when he was what was it, like nation of. Nation of Islands. Yes, Nation but you know what? <laughs> you know what? If that's the case, I think Lucha Underground to make that shit work. And and added bonus, we will finally know who the ninjas were that kidnapped him because they work for Mil Mortes. Oh, but here's the thing. That that's <laughs> why Lucha Underground is so good. Because you had that in TNA with, with the Nation of Islands and Mojo, and I think there was a story where, like, Joe, like, cut up Scott Steiner's face, and he came out the next week with, like, with, like a hood that had, like, his face covered, because he was, like, irreparably, like, scarred or whatever. Like, but they don't, but they hide it. Like, they, they, they're like, oh, he must have gotten him or whatever. They don't really, like, show anything. They, act, you know, they showed it here on the Underground, and that's what makes it cool. Like yes. if Lucha Underground is, 
if Lucha Underground loses something, they're going to pay it off. Exactly. Yeah. That's the best part is everything pays off. On yeah, if it takes a while. And, and kudos to you guys for knowing which member of the crew was murdered. Um, yeah, I, I actually know. I didn't know. Um, I will give full credit to Brandon Stroud, who informed me that it was Bale. Oh, my goodness. Well, Brandon, Brandon Stroud knows his crew members. Well, I, I, I got to say. easier to keep straight now because now there's only two. Well, well, to break, to not break kayfabe, but just say, Bale on the independent in, independent scene is B-Boy, and you have Cortez Castro, who's Ricky Ray, as mm-hmm. Mr. Cisco. I don't recognize. I was hoping they were going to sacrifice Mr. Cisco, kind of, because he's not like a recognizable outside yeah, of wrestling uh, guy to me. His little cholo from also the California area. Uh, I, I really uh, hope at one point he goes, please, Mr. Cisco was my father. <laughs> <laughs> waiting for that joke. But uh, I, I also want to mention a lot of the segments tonight were really good as well. You had further stuff with Chavo and Black Lotus, which was really good. Uh, I need I need a DVD compilation of their scenes because it's a long way around for a Kill Bill story. Yeah. <laughs> it really is. And also we got the uh, announcement that next week we get a Sexy Star against Pentagon in a submission oh, match, which should be oh, great. Poor, poor Sexy Star. <laughs> <laughs> she's she's going to get so many arms broken. I know she only has two, but somehow she's going to walk away with three. Jesus. <laughs> I'm interested to see that match, though. All right, so, really um... All right, so, Eamon, Garza, Lucha, yes? Yes. Yes, yes. Yeah, Up right. and down. This all was... right, let's, uh... This son of a uh, Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll try to ask you guys more about this, uh... After we get done talking about NXT. Mike? Hi! You got a word for NXT? Um... Owens! <laughs> yes, it is the Kevin Owens show, starring Kevin Owens. Holy sh... Uh, you know what? Instead of a fight Owens fight shirt, I would buy a talk Owens talk shirt. <laughs> the only other person I can say that about is Paul Heyman. Um, uh, my My good for this week is very clearly Kevin Owens. Uh, first of all, he made Solomon Crow look credible. Very difficult to do, given what he's done so far. Um, I'm disappointed that the NXT crowd did not chant, Crow is going to hack you, because that would have been great. Um, But Kevin Owens delivered a fucking masterclass in his opening promo this week. Uh, If you haven't watched it, go watch it. He he came out to Sami Zayn's music wearing John Cena's t-shirt. I'm pretty sure he probably banged Alex Riley's girlfriend on the way out, too. Just for grins. I'm kidding. That's a joke. But um, there were so many good lines. Like, he addressed his feud with about eight people, it seems. (laughs) He's feuding with so many. The only person he didn't address is Finn Balor, which I was kind of surprised about. But um, I love that he, like, Regal was talking about how many people he sent out on stretchers, and he's like, well, let's do the list. You got Zane, Neville, uh, R- uh, Riley, Zane, Zane, Zane. <laughs> like, like, he listed Sami Zayn's name three times. It was so great. Uh, everything about that Kevin Owens promo was fantastic. Uh, it just, It just worked. Everything about it worked. Uh, my bad for NXT this yep. week. Oh, my bad. It's, I have to say the tag team match 
much. Really? Yeah, I, really? as I, I still don't know why Alexa is with Blake and Murphy. I don't know why. I know they had one tiny bit of backstage segment, but if I'm not mistaken, Alexa comforted Carmella in that situation, not Blake and Murphy. Well, you know, she was actually very rude to Carmella in that backstage segment, though. The yeah, one but where, she, yeah. Like she still she still talked with her, though, and not like... I don't know. It, I need more from these three. I like the pairing. Because mm-hmm. it gives it gives Alexa Bliss something to do. Um, I'm disappointed that her sparkles seem to be gone. But but I will say uh, this is probably the closest we're ever going to get to intergender wrestling in WWE. Alexa Bliss sparkles sparkle splashing male jobbers is well, my she, favorite thing. She's, she's doing the Lita gimmick because yeah. Lita used to Hurricane Rana guys all the time, and if she keeps doing that, that's okay. Like I want to see cool. Alexa Bliss sparkle splash Enzo. I want to yeah. see that happen. Uh, Brandon Strap brought up a good point about that. He honestly wants to see an Alexa Bliss Enzo Amore match. Like that would be gr- no, honestly, that would be great. That would be. It'd be fun as hell. Yeah, it, I don't think we'll ever do it, but you know. And uh, I, I, there's nothing wrong with having females, you know, get one up on men, you know, in a wrestling capacity. Um, some would agree with you. Um, how about the change, Mike? Oh, my change for NXT. Uh, I don't know. I there were a lot of backstage segments. Um, not that I'm opposed to that, but I think they need a little bit more meat to them. Cause like the Rhino Corbin thing just seemed off. Like it just seemed like Rhino was snarling and saying, "Hey, you have nothing else to do, so we're gonna have a rematch, right?" Um. I don't know why we have to have something in the performance center. I think that's those scenes are always a little awkward because you get kind of a behind the scenes thing, and the the gable towel. Um, I I don't I don't know if if a towel gimmick is going to work for someone now that you have Samoa Joe in NXT. Uh, I think they well, I think they should have thought that through. I don't, that's true. But I don't know if there's no towel... Ricky O'Reilly towel here. That's all I'm saying. <laughs> oh, no, God. Um, but uh, <laughs> I don't know. I'm just the excited. Towel. For those that don't follow like NXT house show stuff, uh, I'm excited for the possibility that we may be getting, finally be getting Shoot Nation officially on NXT. Yeah, I'm okay with that, but I think the towel gimmick is a little much. I think the towel, yeah. especially if you have Samoa Joe already, like, he already kind of does the towel thing a little and bit. And it's very so. Mr. Perfect-esque, too. Like, it's kind of weird. Mm, yeah, I guess. I guess. I don't know. I don't, I, I don't really think... I mean, I don't think Joe needs the towel. Um, but it is part of his thing. So. Yeah. Because he hasn't had a no match situation. yet. So I, think, I think once he actually has a match, he's going to come out with his own WWE licensed Samoa Joe towel. <laughs> you know it's going to happen. Hopefully it looks just like the Cena towel, except it says, Joe's going to kill you. Yeah. <laughs> that'd be great. I don't think they'd put that on a towel, though. Probably not, but that'd be fun. <laughs> um, is that it? Did we do it? Uh, yeah. Would you watch NXT this week? Always watch NXT. It was a good show. Uh, there was, there was, I love Emma. Emma is gold right now. 
she's uh, she's finally gotten her character, and it only took a failed uh, raw run and an iPad theft to get that character. She also oh. got brand new, like super generic music, which I kind of like. Well, because it it stems from her old music, which is great. Yeah. Also, um, coming soon. Hashtag hype bros. It's gonna happen, guys. Fucking hell. Hashtag hype bros. Mm. Um, that'll be fun. <laughs> Something to look forward to. <sighs> I've, I've been I've have, been tweeting them. Hashtag hours hype of wrestling bros. to watch every Wednesday. So if, if they end up calling themselves in the shuffle. If they end up calling themselves the Hype Bros, I want like one percent royalties on the shirts. Well, yes, might want to lawyer up for that one. Let's okay, that I will contact um, David Otunga. Otunga, David Otunga. 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 Yeah. Yes. Um, let's see. I wanted to ask you one random question before we get. Let's do the MVP first of the midweek here. Well, we um, have we haven't finished the midweek yet. We got SmackDown. Well, what else do we have to do about the... Oh, you guys really do want to talk about SmackDown. Yeah, the last <laughs> SmackDown ever that we will be covering Let's... until something gets canceled in September, maybe. Yeah, that's a good idea. All right. Um, would you like to know my good thing? Oh, you... <laughs> What's your one word for SmackDown, Matt? <laughs> I, I really wish Matt, Matt would have gone, What's your one word for SmackDown, Matt? Thanks, Matt, for asking. <laughs> <laughs> What's your one word for SmackDown, Matt? Well, strangely, it's the Spikes. Owens! Yes, Kevin Owens showed up on SmackDown, and he talked, and he delivered a hell of a promo, oh and he cut off Michael Cole on multiple occasions. It was delightful. You should seek it out and watch it. Does um, it sound just like what Mike said about NXT? Yes. You see, if you got something that works, you stick with it. You ride that Owens train all day, baby. Right? Talk Owens talk. Talk, talk Owens, Owens talk. talk. That's my good thing, yes. Owens promo on SmackDown um, was just you delightful. Guys, you guys... Kevin Owens, I want Kevin Owens to do the resume of every main eventer in WWE. <laughs> because he did John Cena's resume. Alright, I, I, I want to I see if I can remember this. 15 world title reigns, 2 Royal Rumble match victories, 11 WrestleManias, 57 varieties of awful t-shirts, and 1,000 ways of sucking. <laughs> I think that is what he said. It might have been 100, but still. I know he counted those varieties of shirts, or had someone do it for him. I thought you were going to say he counted how many ways he thought Cena sucked, but that's pretty funny, too. So, <laughs> Oh, and by the way, one, one other thing about um, John Cena sucking. On NXT, the crowd sang to him, John Cena sucked, like in the, in the cadence that you do. And he's like, you know, you guys say, like to say Cena sucks a lot, but Sami Zayn sucks just as hard. No, no, the worst part was there were some fans that That's were the good then stuff. chanting That's what I like Sammy sucks. And yeah. like, you, don't, you don't chant that Sammy sucks. Like, hey, but you on. know what? He's that good at convincing people. If, <laughs> if you're the bad guy, you say Sammy sucks. And that's always the fine line to tread whenever you're in a in a, in a feud with John Cena. you got to walk that line between being the bad guy and being the cool bad guy that the internet us will be like, oh, Kevin Owens, oh, my heart flutters for Kevin Owens. Kevin Owens, don't forget, stay on target, buddy. Be the bad guy. That We'll, we'll respect you in the morning when you lose to Cena on Sunday. Anyway. He might not. He might not. Let's hope for the best. I have high hopes. Um, okay, my bad thing for SmackDown. Okay, I'm sorry about this. I'm sorry to do this. 
Um, but Naomi's promos are, are, are rubbing me the wrong way, fellas. Really? She's got this, like, fake laugh thing going, and i like, I don't think Naomi herself is a bad performer. I think she could probably deliver a drama, and I think the material she's getting is terrible, and I'm convinced it's being written by a white person. Mm-hmm. And I, it's, it's not working for me. Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, I think oh, she yeah. needs to go the Jacqueline route. I was going to say, you don't which way she goes. Just find some... Find that real person inside of you. It just feels fake. Yeah. Oh, uh, so you're telling me, Matt, that, that that WWE doesn't have writers that are of other ethnicities? No. Don't, don't, I'm not that. saying that they don't. I'm just saying that I'm pretty sure that the the one minority writer that they may have on staff uh, is, is writing is for not the writing day. Naomi's promo. I say, I've said day. too much. I wasn't going to go down this road. You guys have dragged me down this road now. I will say, uh, I watched a little bit of last week's SmackDown. Naomi's promos are not worse than Paige's, though. Paige's, as much as I like Paige, her promos are really bad. And she is she's another one that falls into the, like, you're clear, like she's clearly reading off of a script. Like, it's, it's yeah. really bad sometimes. Yeah, I, I think it's kind of weird because, I mean, we all remember when, when Paige... Uh, uh, was was kind of coming to her end in, in NXT, and like, obviously she's still very young, um, and you could just see like all of this potential, but it just seems like like the minute she hit the main roster, she just like plateaued, you know. And now she's just kind of stuck on that one level. Um, well, it doesn't. Help I guess you do what you can do. It doesn't help when your first night in you win the Divas Championship. Yeah. Yeah. It's always. Just one tough spot after another. But hey, you know, she's hanging in there. She's still doing her thing, so let's hope for the best for Paige. Uh, the thing I would change about SmackDown, um, can we stop putting the NXT graphic on the Titantron every time there's an NXT guy who comes on to Raw or SmackDown? They don't this have that graphic. This is not just one jumble of guys. This is not some stable... These are individuals. Let's treat them as such, or let's just. I think leave they just blank. don't have those graphics. I well, then just well, no, leave I, it blank. Just leave it blank, or leave the SmackDown up there. But I do not like, you know, an NXT logo being put up there every time some new NXT guy gets called up. It's like instantly labeling someone. Oh, here's the NXT guy. Um, I don't know. It's just enough. But of if this. if it's their first time, like unless they've had a problem. But unless they've had a promo package, they may not be staying on a main show. Because Kevin Owens, as of right now, is not—he's not on the main roster. Clearly, he's not. But well, because he still has an NXT logo on the Titan Tron. But he's time. the only guy they've really done that with, besides. Well, they uh, did, with that, did that with Sammy too, whenever he came. And I'm sure they've done it every time they've sprinkled in, you know, Charlotte and. Okay, but at the same time, they. They also haven't designed what they're going to have on those borders. Well, also, they're, I, I, they're, they're, they're look, not listen, they're not main there's roster. Clearly, there's clearly a generic SmackDown, a generic Elimination Chamber this Sunday graphic to put up there. Just leave that up there. I'm I'm just tired of having that NXT thing shoved in my face. No, like, actually, but Matt, Matt, it also I, it also helps remind people who don't know who these people are. Where they're coming from. You know what, Matt? Well, though I, I'm not tired. I mean, putting the NXT logo almost, like, almost labels them from the start. Let them come out and be 
whoever they're going to be without but, having to. to but here's the thing. Here's the, the thing. You're, you're saying I, I I don't like the NIC thing being shoved in my face. I think they're doing. A great I probably job put that, that the wrong way. Because guess what? They never promoted NXT before. Yeah. <laughs> I, I think they kind of have to because if you're in that live crowd and you don't watch NXT, if Sami Zayn comes out and he has like a full graphic so showcase and everything. You just think this is a new guy for the roster. But instead, they're saying, hey, this is one of the guys on NXT. You know that thing that all of your friends talk about but you don't watch? This is why you Here's need to watch. Sheet. And I also think that, like, going, like, Matt saying, like, how they're grouping everyone into, like, this, not like a stable, but there is, like, we're too, a lot of people talk about NXT being developed into its own brand, but like that's the thing. Like when they promote NXT now, even on NXT, it's all like we're a family. We're all in this together. We're all you know, kind of you know, making something special here. So yeah, it is kind of like they're all together in a sense. You know, NXT has become a thing where um, it, it's a it's a recognizable thing, and it's a it's a thing that people you know, oh you're from NXT, you're part of NXT. Like that's a thing that. They're emphasizing now more more than anything. Except for Kevin Owens' new shirt, apparently, which is that's true. Which weirdly does not have the NXT tag on it. And his awesome gym shorts, which are not for sale on WWE Shop. <laughs> Fix that now. <laughs> um, okay. Um, would I recommend SmackDown this week? No, not really. Just go find the Owens promo. It's on YouTube <laughs> somewhere. I'm sure you'll be fine. Get on with your life. Get on with your life. <laughs> Um, yeah, def okay, let's definitely watch that Owens promo, though. Definitely watch the Owens promo, though. It's, it's lots of fun. When isn't Owens fun? He's just... He's like a new toy. He's even fun when he's just walking past the scene of a horrible crime and saying, oh, that's a shame. He's <laughs> even fun when he's just, you know, politely walking up the ramp and Dean Ambrose walks <laughs> by and they, and they share a brief glance and the internet goes, oh! Oh, no. he, he's even polite when he's created another match you want to see. Just like that. He, he's even polite when he's asking Devin Taylor if there's a breeze. <laughs> and not talking about Tyler. That's weird. <laughs> um, right, also, also, side note, quick, quick just mention on NXT. In the continuation of Devin Taylor is going to eventually murder everyone on NXT. <laughs> Devin <laughs> Taylor is Matanza! Yeah. We solved it! We solved it, guys! Devin Taylor is Matanza. Yeah, Alexa Blitz is now on Devin's hit list, I think. <laughs> <laughs> All right, who do you think is tops of Devin's hit list? It's still got to be um, it's, Dana Brooke, right? Yeah, it's got to be Dana for now. Because Dana uh, just pats her on the head like a small child. It has to be Tyler Breeze, because he's being on her like from the beginning. Uh, yeah, but I think I think Devin just kind of wants to, you know, mack it to Tyler Breeze a little bit, and he's rejecting her. <laughs> I'm just saying. I mean, have you seen They're that guy? Each other. That's right. He's super good looking. I know. He's no Prince doubt. Pretty. He he is the king of Cuteville. I mean, come on. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> um. All right. Let's try to bring it home here. Let's uh. What do we? Uh, the MVP of the midweek. Um. Would any of you like to go first? I'll go with first. Your MVP of the midweek. I'll, I'll I'll go first. Uh, my MVP for this week is Mil Muertes. Happy to see him back. Happy to see him murdering people. Uh, <laughs> kind of. I shouldn't say that. I like Phoenix. Um, excited to see what they're going to do with him going forward. Because I think he's going to be absolutely unstoppable. Um, awesome. I, I, I have, I have co-MVPs this week. 
uh, Kevin Owens, obviously, as we've said, and also um, the contractors who finally fixed Dario Cueto's window. <laughs> Good They'll on you. It's about it's room. about time. It's about time, guys. Way to get way to get on that. Way to you know structure it all up. <laughs> of course, now they have they to fix a giant gaping hole in the in the platform. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, what's Angelica gonna gonna jump off of now? <laughs> All right, Garza. Uh, gee, I'm kind of torn between Neil Marks and Kevin Owens, but I think I'm gonna give it to Kevin Owens because uh, he had a good match. He had a uh, some really good problems. Yep. Yeah, I got to give it to Kevin Owens. Dude's freaking everywhere. So <laughs> enjoy him. He'll probably be on the Elimination Chamber on Sunday. Well, he will be on the Elimination Chamber on Sunday. And uh, then we'll see what happens next. Either he flies back to Never Never Land, otherwise known as NXT. um, Or he tells someone um, to go back to Oblivion, a.k.a. TNA. Yeah! Oh, shit! I forgot we forgot to mention that. that He said that to Joe. (laughs) You should have stayed in Oblivion. Amazing! Uh, by the way, uh, next week we will be saying that Impact is on Destination Oblivion. <laughs> so good. And just everything he does is special. Everything Kevin Owens does is special. It really is. Like, right. And you know what? I believed him when he said he had nothing to do with Atami. <laughs> I fucking believe him. And I know he's lying, but I believe him. Well, I, I don't believe Alexa Bliss is a bad person, even though she's been doing evil things for a few weeks, but here we are. So. <laughs> she just looks too nice. Yeah. I will anyway. say, I think the blue hair works better for her than the red. Well, you're going to have to get used to it. I know, I know. That's why they're doing that's, it. That's why some of it was purple. It's like a transition. It's red and blue, purple. So, I mean, you know. She knows. All right, let's bring it home. Let's uh, let you boys uh, pimp, plug, promote, do whatever you got to do. Um, Mike, you got any, anywhere you want to send people? Uh, go watch Panel Right. Uh, DJ Lunchbox is talking about the old X-Men cartoon from the 90s, and it's awesome. Garza? Uh, TheWrestlingRevolution.com. Uh, Twitter at TheWRevolution. Eamon? Uh, you know who won't be at Elimination Chamber? Everyone that will be at Inspire Pro Wrestling this Sunday at the Marquesa in Austin, Texas. Uh, more information at InspireProWrestling.com. If you love Lucha Underground, I think you're going to like a guy or two that they're going to have up there in Austin Sunday. So. Maybe, maybe one or two. Yeah. Um, check me out at Mainstream Matt with one T on the Twitter. MainstreamMatt.blogspot.com. I got a new blog up about um, Ring of Honor. Passing up TNA like they're standing still. And uh, next week we'll be back talking about four professional wrestling programs in one show. Set, Set your DVRs, kids. Set your DVRs. I don't DVRs. know how to make this work, but it's going to work. In Wednesday Night War, it's a horn of plenty of professional wrestling. Some of it may be good. Some of it may be awesome. Some of it may be... Eh, might not be so good. So, some of it may be impact. Some of it may be... <laughs> But we're gonna watch it. We're gonna do our best. To be and we're fair, forget that SmackDown never happened. I and, think uh, I'm. I think I'm going to be the only one that's watching Impact. No, I, I watch Impact too. There's, 
Yes! No. Thank yeah. you, Marza! I, I, I fully intend to watch Impact just so I can compare it to the other three shows. Because that will be fun. Even more fun will be if, if Impact actually rises to this occasion. That will be fun. But um, that's putting the cart ahead of the horse. Good luck, Impact. Um, I feel like the little kid at the end of NeverEnding Story. I'm excited for this. I thought I was going to be alone. <laughs> going to be something crazy, but we're going to be back next week to talk to you about four professional wrestling programs on the same night. Right here on Fuck. the one and only Mike Midweek Garza, la lucha de la mitad de la semana.